0: It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz
1: every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Well, 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 we have made it to that time of the week where we head to the medal podium and give out a game ball. The judges have spoken, held up their scores. People have sat in the kiss-and-cry room and gotten their results on the big screen. And now it is that moment where one lucky winner gets a fictitious prize. (laughs) It does matter, though. It matters on this show because the Game Ball gets given out every week, the Fox Across America Game Ball, uh, to someone I believe embodied the spirit of the show. Uh, It's sometimes in a way that made me laugh, sometimes in a way that informed me, hipped me to some fun fact or truth that I hadn't quite considered uh, during my time on the air. This week's winner did a little bit of all of that. Uh, He, of course, the co-host of America's Newsroom, the host of the Hammer Time podcast, the great Bill Hammer. Make your way up to the podium and accept this game ball because Hammer was hilarious. He got here right as the interview was going live, which is what everybody does if they're in the building, but he was held hostage by a slower elevator. We have those here at Fox. Why? Because everyone's come back to work. So a lot of us got really spoiled during the pandemic. There were like five of us in the building and you had an elevator whenever you wanted one. It's like the difference between trying to catch a taxi when it's sunny out and trying to catch a taxi when it's rainy out, when it's sunny you hold your hand up and 33 people crash into each other trying to pull up. When it's rainy out, you hold your hand up for three and a half hours and then you finally quit and walk because all the cabs are spoken for. That's how the elevator game is post-pandemic. They're crowded again. It takes a while to get around the building. So me and Hemmer started on a pretty good laugh about that and then just dove into all things politics but a very honest assessment of Joe Biden and will he or won't he as it pertains to 2024. Of course, right now, the question surrounding Joe Biden is his health, particularly to COVID-19 and the recent diagnosis. We, of course, wish him the best of luck on that. No matter how many jokes we tell about Biden on the air, there's no world where any of us is signing up for a Kamala Harris presidency. So best of luck to Joe Biden and to Bill Hammer. Congratulations. You did it. A true career highlight. Get down to the dock, Billy boy. Your ship is sailing in. The Fox Across America game ball goes to you. I
0: would have been here sooner, but uh, the elevators take longer. Have you noticed? They're not your friend here. <laughs> yeah. No, I, they were your friend during when yeah. nobody was. When in there was the nobody dark- in the building, yeah, right? I but know. now we don't know were- how to budget for time.
1: <laughs> I agree. And if you ever do this now, this is a fa- this is fatal. Now there used to be a time in this building where you could get in and hit the wrong floor. Meaning, I'm coming to 15, but I hit one. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. i go to one, yeah. and I'd be like, oh, what a dummy. Let me yeah. get back in. Now that that elevator's coming, it's like an Uber. Right. Like, you know, <laughs> Frank will be here in a Toyota Sienna in 12 minutes. Yeah. you like, what do you mean? My
0: show starts in three. How about this one? Uh-huh. You know, they have Fox Business on and oh, all the yeah. elevators here. Mm-hmm. And I, I love business news. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of a geek for it, okay. right? Okay. So they'll be telling a story during COVID. I just can't get out of the elevator. <laughs> so, Jimmy, I just wait there, and the elevator never leaves the floor. And then when the segment's over... The the interview's done, and mm-hmm. I just hit door open, and I just Well, walk. that's funny. Those days are gone, bro.
1: Because at least you can get out. I've also been on the receiving end of this when I couldn't open the door, and someone gets in, and they're like, oh, so you just live in the elevator. I get it. <laughs> this guy's a squatter. <laughs> this guy's an elevator squatter. Yes. Uh, we've been having yes. a very spirited conversation around inflation and gas and everything in between. The question I have for you, Bill Hemmer,
0: what was your first car? Mm, oh, my first car <clears throat> is easy. Ooh. It was a 1973- pea green grand torino ladies it was 625 dollars wow. we sold it a year later for 525 dollars okay. two months into ownership we realized the rear wheel hubs mm-hmm. had been paint the rust had been painted over And it was time for the paint to fall off. Oh no! And it was a mess. (laughs) We put a seven hundred dollars. You know, we're kids. Uh huh. We put a seven hundred dollar stereo in a six hundred and twenty five dollar car, and that thing. We had the power amp. We had. We we had. Big uh-huh. speakers. Oh yeah, you did. That they weren't mounted like
1: mm-hmm. the cool kids had. Yeah, yeah,
0: they laid on the back seat,
1: <laughs> and that back seat was huge. Yeah, those those were boats. Yeah. Those were battleships back yeah, then. What was yours? A Torino. Wow, I had a Chrysler LeBaron. I know mm-hmm. nobody likes to show off, uh, but I had a. Uh, it actually like it was it was interesting because it prepared me well for cab driving in that the LeBaron I got had such a bad alignment situation. It was missing a bearing in the steering column. And so I had to turn right to turn left. Uh-huh. And was interesting because when I, yeah, when I became a cab driver later in life, you, don't, you never knew what you were yeah. getting when you jumped in, whether it was the quality of the car or the dinner somebody left behind or, heaven forbid, some transaction, some illicit vice that took place in the back seat. You know, you got to play the teams on the schedule in <laughs> cab yes, driving. And exactly. there, was, there was always a formidable opponent waiting for you before you even started uh-huh. the car you know that's, that's good. So I got it. Well, one of the reasons we were talking about You had to turn right before you could this, go. So this left. is the deal. You had yeah. this is what you actually okay. had to do. Yes. You had to spin the wheel yes. right. Yes. To center the steering to go left. Does this make sense? Now it does. How this car passed inspection. Your alignment sucks. It was the worst. Well, we got it at one of those like used car dealers on Hillside Avenue where they gave you a two uh two mm-hmm. hour, two mile warranty. Yeah. It's like, no, we cover the whole car, we got a warranty. But they never tell you the length of the warranty. Yeah. It's the minute you leave. Yeah. <laughs> the minute your check clears. I bet you looked handsome behind the We did all right. I did all right. right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, did, I didn't quite have your speaker system, but we got a lot done. That was something else. Uh, there comes well, Hammer. well, there's nothing like there's nothing. Like those those moments, those first moments of adult autonomy, when you're in a car without parental oversight and you're just out in the world, Mm -hmm. and I keep thinking as you know we deal with gas prices and stuff, none of us ever approach it from that standpoint. Mm -hmm. We talk about how it affects drivers and all of that. No one ever talks about the 18 year old who just wants to blare whatever hammer was blaring. I don't know what you were blaring. I mean then,
0: I mean it was hard rock and it was was rush and it was Springsteen and. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was the sound of the day. Yeah, you were doing all it wasn't quite stuff. Sammy Hagar, but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we were in the
1: same. Yeah. Area code. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it was, uh, you don't know, no one ever talks about their plight, Hammer. That That's one of my big yeah. concerns. And when I hear something like, you know, I was watching Kirby, climate change is an emergency, and Mayor Pete saying, well, you know, the high gas prices, I mean, it's just another benefit to the people like us who have a, a you know, green energy vehicle, EV, uh, is there's an indifference. There's an indifference to everybody, mm-hmm. but we never discussed the indifference to high school kids. In your opinion, are they showing a little indifference wow. here by not offering yes. a now solution? I
0: must confess that you know it's a consideration I really haven't given yeah. a, a lot of time to and mm-hmm. I should Right? I mean, if I was 16, 17 years old, mm-hmm.
1: i mean it's taking a big chunk out of my wallet. Oh, yeah. If they doubled gas prices when you were 16. Doubled. When I was seven. I mean, I, I mean it would have cut down on my drinking. That's the good Ooh. news. But, I mean, that's another I story. I wasn't much of a drinker. No. Well, that's weird. No. Until I got out of college. That's why you're hosting America's Newsroom. No. I mean, <laughs> I'm that, hanging out here. No, until no, I
0: got out of college, then things change. <laughs> <Now>, let <laughs> me tell you, Jimmy. Put so up the numbers. Uh, that Gran Torino mm-hmm. was split three ways, between okay. my brother and my oldest sister. Wow. 200 bucks each. Get out of town. Then my sister goes to college three months later and she says, I need you guys to buy me out. I need the money. (laughs) I'm like, where was the foresight there? So we had to chuck up a hundred bucks each. Oh, there there
1: was no like Twitter lawsuit or anything where we tried to pull out of the deal, (laughs) and one of the owners was a bot, (laughs) as it turned out. There were only two
0: of us. It was amicable.
1: Bill Hemmer is in studio, elevator enthusiast, Gran Torino owner. We're talking cars, we're talking climate. It's a good looking car. Uh, When I hear it's a climate emergency, that, to me, sounds like they're trying to just weaponize whatever power they have to get done whatever they can. You know what the tail end of this, this year reminds me of mm, heading into the midterms? Tell me. Remember those game shows where they had a shopping spree? Mm-hmm. They gave you five minutes. Oh, so, you had yeah. to get as much in the cart as you could, but whatever got yeah. in the cart, you kept. With the minimal majority they have and the minimal control and and window they have left to exercise it, I feel like I'm watching a far-left shopping spree. Wow. Um, They're going to try to stuff some climate emergency into the car. That's good. That's good. I think the
0: only way it happens is by executive order. I don't know what they're going to do. I read deeply on this earlier today, and Mm -hmm. and the debate at the White House seems to be what can we do and what can we get away with? Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, we put a poll on the air during mm-hmm. our program this morning uh, that I'm sure you watch with Dana and me. Oh, religiously. Uh, uh, um, among the top issues in the recent New York Times poll, climate change had 1%. That's crazy. Among Democrats, it had 3%. I, I was like, is this right? They just and, and the Times? Uh, so, I'm, I mean, I ask you, what yeah. will they do? What will mm-hmm. they get done? I think it's the same thing on the uh, the abortion issue. Yep. Um, I think they're trying to craft something that will stand the test of time mm-hmm. legally. Yeah. And that's the holdup right now. Yeah. They're talking about abortion pills. And maybe that happens or maybe it doesn't. But the climate thing only makes sense to me in the following way, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's July. And you know what? It's going to be hot. Yep. It's going to be hot this July. It's going to be hot next July. Yep. It's going to be hot 10 July from now, <laughs> all right? It's called summer. Um, I have to think uh-huh. that Democrats raise a lot of money when they go out and hold events yep. that talk about the climate. Yep. And I, I think that's why it happens. Yep. And the, the far left will jump on that bandwagon all the time.
1: All day. But when I hear things, because I agree, but when I hear things like, oh, we might do it through executive order, what kind of power do we have? We're really getting to a dumb place in the country. What I mean by that is an adage in sports, they would say, you know, inconsistency mm. is the hallmark of a bad team. If every time we trade power in this country – someone's going to pick up a pen and just rewrite the direction of the country, it puts us on a very inconsistent path. It puts us on the path of a bad team. I believe it was Joe Torre who used to say that. Is that right? Yeah, old Joe come Tory. He'd give you a quote once in a while. Oh, come on. It wasn't like Jeter because Jeter didn't answer questions. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. He, he just said, well, what do you think of the Red Sox this weekend? Well, you know, we just want to play good ball. Yeah, Stay within myself. Yeah, no bulletin board material.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Look, I think Trump did it a lot. Yes, he I, did. Think Obama, he did. I think Obama.
1: Did. I think Obama
0: did it a lot um my recollection on Bush is not as good on that mm-hmm. topic as perhaps it should be, mm-hmm. but I, I think the last 12, 14 years of the executive branch of government, they've been governing by way of executive yes. order, and both sides are guilty.
1: Yes, right? absolutely, and I just think we're in a bad spot with that. As far as the Bush thing goes, if only you knew somebody who worked for him who was willing to talk <laughs> about it on TV. Can you uh, Give me a minute. I can text. If, if you want a drinking <laughs> game, you do a shot. Every time Dana says George Bush or I say taxi, you'd be in bad shape by the end of a day on on the That's Fox. Right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Bill Hammers in the house. Let me throw this one at you. Uh-huh, We're just handicapping now. This is just Sports Talk Radio. Okay. We're going back to the old days. The early edition Hammer. This is in the Hammer box set. This I is like this it. is like the first compact <laughs> disc. It is. Let's be honest. Uh just give me Vegas odds. Real Vegas odds. Biden runs in 2024. Uh today? Yeah. 5149. Okay, that he does run. Today, yes. You, is now there is there a part of you that says that because, By the way, that
0: wasn't 5248. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I can put it at fifty point five and forty nine point five if you want. Yeah, but as of today, I think it's—I
1: don't think it's anywhere where he's running. But I think we respect. You the say dignity no, of the, no chance, zero. I think I think he's zero chance. You know what it is? When I look at there's two things: the polling within the party that we've all covered extensively, but the bigger tell to me is when I hear David Axelrod say it's time to step aside. Yeah. When David Axelrod's talking, you know, Obama's lips are moving. It's like a ventriloquist act. Mm. You know, that's Obama's. Time strategist so if axelrod's openly saying anybody else 2024 i get the feeling the martha's vineyard crowd doesn't have the delaware rehoboth beach (laughs) crowds back do you get that feeling i
0: get that feeling that's right it's just a short helicopter ride away if you've been paying attention for the last month there's a portion of the democratic party that has certainly turned on biden yep there's no question about it yep they were running cover him for him for a year and a half Mm -hmm. including the chaos and cobble and everything that came from that Mm -hmm. um but that has changed, mm-hmm. and not every circle, but a lot of them. Yep. And, you know, finally, it was the New York Times that jumped on board. Politico, Washington Post. Those, mm-hmm. the, I thought, those were your three biggies. Yep. When they start writing pieces with quotes from anonymous people, then you know the tide has turned. That's up. And I really thought two weeks ago, the front page story by Peter Baker. Yep. That was like okay. We're done yeah. we're, and we're looking for names. <laughs> Something's happening. And what here. an insult it would. I mean, if I were Biden and I was on the South lawn of the White House and a reporter said, Mr. President, what do you think about that poll that said all these Democrats don't want you to run? And he turned and said, that's not what it said, Jack. Now, I probably would not have said Jack. <laughs> However, I may have reacted with a level of vigor and enthusiasm that would have simply yeah. rejected the poll and its findings, mm-hmm. uh, which is which is what he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what he's thinking inside, mm-hmm. um, but when you go overseas mm-hmm. and a young governor from California <laughs> flies across country <laughs> and makes a decision to go to the White House yep. when the president is mm-hmm. overseas, mm-hmm. he wasn't in Scranton, Jimmy. No, he no. was overseas. Yeah. So in between the White House and the old executive office yep. building, the Eisenhower yep. building, there's, there's a driveway. And typically when you want to sneak in or go in subtly or make no grand entrance, what you would do is drive up that driveway, enter the side door into the White House. Mm-hmm. And what the, uh, what the photographers do, they're, they're perched up on this place called Pebble Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they would train their lenses on a zoom and catch you for about a two-second walk. It's okay. like one, two strides, and then boom. You're in, you're in frame, you're out of frame. Okay. And that's what you get. You slow it down or you take a still picture. Gavin Newsom made a decision Mm -hmm. to walk toward the front of the building, wave to the photographers, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. And enter the door that the Marine Guard's guard. (laughs) That took
1: (laughs) 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 donuts. And if I'm not mistaken, he walked out with his jacket off over his shoulder. A little bit of that. I mean, the only thing missing was a tape measure for the drapes, no? Well, I mean, it was a definite sign or a definite signal or call it it what you like. And when I hear, you know, these conversations that they have met back-channel with fundraisers out in L.A., Newsom and Kamala, they don't do that on speculation. They're not showing up saying, hey, if this guy doesn't run, would you like to donate? They're showing up saying, give me money.
0: My my logic is, I don't know what yours is, but you'll tell me after this, Um, Biden doesn't want to give up the reins. I can't blame him, but there are a lot of people trying to push him aside. Yep, it's coming. They're trying to force him to make a decision. And for them, the sooner,
1: the Yeah, of better. course. Well, to the point of sports strategy, this is what I would say. And I think looking back, this will be the fatal flaw of at least this term. He could have put some distance between himself and the crises by firing advisors. Like Afghanistan should have resulted in a firing or two, at the minimal maybe a milli. Okay, the same thing when it comes to inflation. Okay, there are firings. You fire Powell, somebody like that you put at least a little, diff, a, a little distance between yourself and the things dragging you down in the polls. Because right now I think their refusal to own failure Flies in the face of everyone else's eyes, like Afghanistan, selling that as a success really discredited him. He was above water in the polls before Afghanistan; mm, it was close. close. He was close. My,
0: my reading of the polls were in the summer of 2021, and mm-hmm. you can look at the chart, June to July, things start going south. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that we're going that way because of COVID. Okay. He came in to kill COVID, mm-hmm.
1: and away it went. Away it went. New variants. We would. And move. the mm. other
0: thing is that he was exposed in a way that he had not been before, and that is. Can you defend your own policies? Can you defend your own ideas? And when he lacked that ability, people started saying, whoa, what's up here? And that's when the chart starts to go south. And, and, and then mid-August is, is where they – eventually went and yeah. have not come back since. That's oh. the way I see
1: it. It is a mess. Having said all of that, do you want to lower those odds to like 48 52? No, I am not today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you know, I just don't want to
0: get ahead of the story. No, I agree. I agree 100%. 100%. Now, you
1: can get ahead of no, the story. No, no. No, no. And we... your
0: Chrysler LeBaron or
1: <laughs> What was it? It was a Chrysler LeBaron. Yeah. We did have some steering issues. Handsome. But I will have you know the alignment on this show is just fine, Bill Hemmer. That is going to do it for Fox Across America. America's Game Ball Presentation Ceremony. Happy Saturday, everybody. If this wasn't enough, Fela for you. Uh, There's a Gutfeld replay coming up at 7. You'll see me on Neil Cavuto's show this weekend as well. And then we're back here to do the damn thing again on Monday. Until then, have the best weekend allowable by law. I'm your main man, Jimmy Fela. See you Monday.